0: You are now listening to the Griots Black Podcast Network. Black Culture Amplified. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Dear Culture, the podcast for, by, and about the black community and black culture. I'm your host, Panama Jackson, and we got a live one here today. Today, we are joined by a a hip hop legend, somebody who actually got a a legit five mic rating from the source for an album, a director, a writer, a producer. A businessman, an entrepreneur, somebody who I think has literally done everything you could possibly do with hip hop, and taken it to heights that I'm not sure most of us could have seen it going back when this 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 culture got started. Uh, And also somebody who I realized I had no business listening to his albums at 11 years old. I shouldn't have been listening to America's Most Wanted at 11 years old. But if that doesn't tell you who it is, today's guest is none other than than legend, goat rapper Ice Cube. How you doing, brother? how you feel man i'm good i'm excited to to have this this bucket list opportunity one of those things i didn't even know was going to be on my bucket list but you know it it was presented and and i'm so happy to be here we're celebrating 50 years of hip-hop right and there is no conversation about hip-hop that does not include you and what you and specifically have done for the culture for the west coast for hip hop as a, as a whole and i got to ask like where do you think like how do you view the state of hip hop at this point as somebody who literally is essential to how we even got here
1: you know it's it's still the biggest music in the world um and you know, it's the music of the youth, so it's definitely not going anywhere because it's a way for young people to express themselves. Um, you know, I, I'm not really. You know, on top of the industry because the industry's been around. It do what it do and I do what I do, you know, so. Right. You know, I think. It's it's always been in the same state, you know. Um, there's dope records and there's whack records. And that was true from before my time and during my time and after my time. You know, every record ain't going to be a smash. But, but you know, I, I think this generation got their hits. And just like our generation did. And they got their misses. Just like our generation got their missing. So, you know, the the industry is ran by, you know, people I don't recognize. Um, When I was coming up, it was OGs running the industry. You can walk the radio station and you might see, you know, DJ Red Alert actually working at the station. Um, So it's just a different culture. It's led by different, um, it seemed like it's led by different interests um, than than when we was coming through it.
0: Do you still feel inspired at all to continue making music? I know you still obviously create and, you know, that, that bug probably never goes away. I can't imagine how it would for a musician, a creative who's done so much and, you know, created so much like landmark art. Do you ever just feel like inspired does do you still does the the culture still inspire you to just want to keep putting out projects and just you know keep contributing so that people understand like how far you really can go with the art form itself?
1: Yeah, you know, I always love to do music I, I continue to do music. you know I got an album coming out okay um, and but i you know i don't I don't do music like. Radio and 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 to try to chart and all that. I do music, you know, for for my clientele. You know, what I mean, the people that love Ice Cube, that's who I, you know, uh, do my music for. Everybody else got to get in where they fit in. Um, you know, at a certain point, uh, the the industry try to uh, kind of phase you out when other artists come in. You know, it's kind of an out out with the old in with the new industry. So, uh, at a certain point, artists, artist all he's going to have is his fans. And if if you're at that point where you know you're really uh not not focused on your fans because you're trying to to chart like you used to when you first came out, you I think you lose I think you lose focus <clears throat> really on you know why people love you. Why people like you. Why you still got fans who who will buy your music and come see your show. So, you know, I just think art. You know, artists got to keep it in perspective and um, focus on the people that really want to want to be a part of their music and uh, make sure you giving them what they want. You know, as an artist, you know, which is usually you know most most fans that's been here for a long time want you to come from the heart. That's all. They want you to come from a real place. Um, You know, but there's a lot of records made by committee. And, you know, those will continue to be chasing charts. But I I think, you know, when you, when you really break it down to the bare knuckles, uh, people want you to come from the heart and be real and feel what you do.
0: So, I have to ask this question, because I feel like you've kind of been ahead of the curve on so many different ways, especially moving out of just moving out of hip hop in the rap sense, but like culturally, you know, you were you were one of the first really successful, like hip hop artists making movies and all this stuff like you. You've created these different cultural lanes and been a part of these conversations even getting involved with you know the contract with black America like you you've been a part of all of these major movements and all of these different ways. Um, You know, obviously, you being ice cube helps everybody pays more attention because you're there. But like, what kind of like, how do you have the sense to know, like, this is the next thing that's that's gonna this is the wave or this is where I need to be taking it. Like, people always ask how business people are so good at business, and you have proven to be very, very good at business, which is going to lead to the big three in a second. But like, how did we like, what is the sense that you have about how to pivot and how to move in a direction that's going to keep you relevant in all these different spaces?
1: Well, you know, you want to, you
0: know, well, let, let's
1: let's talk about being ahead of the, uh, ahead of the curve. You know, you really have to be careful with that. Okay. Um, you now, I'm thinking a You know, I'm always thinking a mile a minute. I'm always looking for what am I doing today that's gonna that's gonna um, be great in the future. So, um, you know, when you talk about being ahead of the curve, sometimes that's just as bad as being behind the curve if people aren't re- ready when when you present it. So, you have to really make sure you're not too far out in front of the wave, so to speak. Um, and so, you know, there's there's some calibration you got to do in that. But what it boils down to is, you know, what, what opportunities do I see? How can I be a part of those opportunities? And how can I make them better with my presence or my creativity? Um, and, you know, that's what, you know, motivates, you know, some of the directions I go. Of course, you know, like, Contract with Black America, a turn of events. Um, you have this you know, pandemic that we're all stuck in, and then you have the murder of George Floyd. So, um, then you have a lot of protests, a lot of focus on police brutality and um, and things like that when i said you know if this is a moment and, and you know america really uh pretend like they was ready to make a <clears throat> change and so I, I figured if this is a moment you know that's my opportunity right and 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 um and let's talk about the whole problem if we going if we going to try to solve some shit let's look at it let's look at how wide the problem is And, you know, the contract of black America is a great start. You know, the problem is even wider than that, but I just wanted to give people who didn't understand how we got here, um, a, a, a quick history lesson on how we got here, along with some suggestions on how we can get out of this mess. And so that, you know, it was the, it was those type of things, the turn of events, uh, that that brought that along. So, you no, know, that's how I move.
0: We appreciate Ice Cube for coming through and spending some time with us. So make sure you check out part one of this conversation, where Cube talks to us about his Big Three League and some of the smoke the NBA may or may not be sending his way. And also check out our Truest Black Stories, where Ice Cube makes a cameo in one of our episodes where we're talking about Boys in the Hood and the iconic, legendary. You know him, I know him, we love him, we all miss him. Ricky Baker. And thank you to everybody for listening to Dear Culture, which is an original podcast of the Griot Black Podcast Network. It is produced by Sasha Armstrong, edited by Jeff Trudeau, and Regina Griffin is our director of podcasts. Uh, Again, my name is Panama Jackson. Thank you for listening. Have a black one. The 80s gave us unforgettable songs from Bob Marley, De La Soul, and Public Enemy.
1: I'm a black man, and I can never be a veteran.
0: Being Black the 80s is a podcast docu-series hosted by me, Toré, looking at the most important issues of the 80s through the songs of the decade. A decade when crack kingpins controlled the streets, But lost their humanity. You couldn't be like those soft, smiling, happy go lucky bug deal. You had to suppress that. (laughs)